five, four, three, two, one. Boost! Hey guys, and welcome to another installment of the I Digress podcast. We have been glorified with beautiful weather, so we decided to stay indoors and do this podcast. Today, I am joined by the infamous bearded Neil. Few words. And the next doctor of beats, it's a feast. Thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. <laughs> we have a divisive episode today. I'm your host, Rob, and let's dive straight in. I digress. Right, first topic. Boys gossip more than girls. What are we saying? It depends. Depends on what we're gossiping about. Neil, do you want to help me out here? I like to think that boys go into more details when it comes to certain topics. Yeah, that's For why instance, I like, yeah. It's a weird one, because I, I actually think boys are much more gossiping than girls. Girls just have that weird connotation for some reason. Because I know that if I'm taking, taking a shit in the toilet, and I've had a really rumbly, bumbly belly, I'm going to go into all the details, be sitting there like, Yo, man, I had corn stuck in there, worms coming out the ends. It was the size of a football. Felt like I had three sausage rolls coming out at once. You're getting all the graphic details. I just don't think girls would be going into that sort of thing, you know? Rob, that felt, that sounded far too detailed. Did you write that down? <laughs> no, that was just my <laughs> yesterday's meal. <laughs> does, that, does that really count as gossip? Just saying. I don't think that's gossip. Like... I think Rob's definition of gossip is yeah, very different. Because I don't think anybody's going home or like, I don't think if you tell that to, to someone, they're going to go and tell their friends like, you will not believe what Rob's shit was like yesterday. I mean, they wouldn't believe it. Well, that's true. Sure. But nobody wants well. to hear that. <laughs> I mean, if I logged the toilet, I reckon you're going to be gossiping about it. If it was the size of like a submarine inside a little tadpole hole, you're going to be telling your friends about it. I, I guarantee. Right. How did we go from do boys gossip more than girls to talking about Rob's shit? Like, we... Are you surprised? <laughs> right, okay. So, I, I think no, but sometimes it could be the case. For instance, guys love speaking about girls they almost got with. That's our biggest gossip. Almost? Like, yeah. how do you mean what? What? Because you know how like you know how like guys love the chase, right? And they're telling you about like the story about like, oh yeah, there was this girl I was speaking to, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, things were happening and it just, they tell you all the good details about how it was leading up, right? But even though it didn't work out, they loved that whole little detail to tell you the chase and what they did and the banter behind it and like the way they failed. Do you get what I mean? I mean, to, to, to be fair, literally before we started recording, I was telling Rob a story about a girl that had randomly started talking to me kind of thing. And yeah, it is good chat just to share with friends and stuff. But I suppose, yeah. I kind of get where you're coming from there. It's not like it's bragging about anything. It's more just like... No. Yeah. That's just our gossip, basically. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that gossip really works because it's one of those things that we... It's almost like a, attaining something isn't the biggest thing. It's the journey leading up to it. So the juicier the story, the better the outcome of the gossip. I think Miley Cyrus said it best, you know, when, when she said that it's the climb. You know. I thought you were going to be like best of both worlds. I was like, wow. Oh, right. No, no, no. Great fucking shit, though. Oh, days. Our, as guys, our attention spans are just too, too short to even gossip. Like, we get distracted so easily. Whereas, like, girls, when they gossip, they remember every bit of detail, even if it's like five years ago. This is the thing, though. When you're speaking to a girl, it doesn't matter who the girl is or how long you've known this girl, at least know that anything you message them is definitely getting sent to the best friend, the second best friend. There's going to be like three or four girls analyzing all your messages, getting feedback, and you're just going to be sitting there like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not going to tell the boys anything. I'm going to be a gentleman about this. However, that is exactly true for men as well. Because you, I can absolutely <laughs> say that we have had stuff like that sent to our group chats too. That is not a gender exclusive thing. What do you mean? <laughs> but also to all those guys that think they're players that get when like they're really good at like talking smooth and pretending to be someone else when they meet a new girl. Just know she knows who you are. She's been through your Facebook. She's found your Instagram. She she can see all through your BS. So don't pretend. Just give it to them straight. Oh yeah, there's no better detective than a girl who's researching a boy. My Instagram, Straight I think, up. makes me look a lot 
cooler than I am. Well, actually, no, it doesn't. It really does not. There's a lot of stupid shit on mine as well. Like, for instance, I was speaking to a girl recently, right? And I was telling her, oh, yeah, I do this. She was like, yeah, I know. Scared the living day out of me. Because I was like, what do you mean you know? She was like, oh, I've stalked you. I was like, and you say that so proudly. Like, yeah, we need to do that just to make sure we know. I rate that, though. I rate that because at least that's honest. Because everybody does it. I know. They say it so casually, but it kind of gets your back up a bit. Because I reckon the only reason you're letting your guard down is probably because they're fit. I reckon if they weren't up to your standards, you'd definitely be a lot more alarmed. No, because you can't stop somebody from just going at your public profile for stuff. I think as well, no matter who it is, Private. you're going to stalk somebody as well. And I think, yeah, why lie about it? Just be like, right, let's both take 10 minutes, have a little stalk, and then... You know, going to I I don't mean like you know going to their family photos from their like twenty <laughs> their like twenty twelve holiday to Cyprus like that's maybe a bit much. No, oh, okay, Neil, that was very specific. I feel like you've definitely done that before. Uh, but before. you've seen those you've you've seen those like memes before where, where it's like you know you're like oh what what I say to this person you're like oh has your uncle recovered from whatever they had you know what I mean don't go that deep but everybody has a bit. Okay, but Neil, this is my question. Say you're speaking to a girl on Tinder, right? And you both decide to do that for 10 minutes. And as she's looking for your picture, she just unmatches you. How do you feel about that? Probably wouldn't blame her. But then again... Yeah, true. <laughs> wouldn't you want to know what, what, what picture turned her off though? Like, wouldn't you want to know, like, okay, which exam yeah. one was the one that threw you off so, you know, you can change it? I... To be fair, I probably would be like, man, what was that bad? I'd be concerned. I'm like, is there something hidden on like my Facebook somewhere that's like hideously racist or something? I'd be like, I'm like, Rob's put something in, you don't even know. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise. I wouldn't me. even be surprised. To be honest, it's one of those that I would be sitting there just kind of saying, uh, I don't like to stalk girls on their like Facebook and Instagrams. It's like going to the restaurant and reading the menu before it. I'm not about that. I like to just be surprised with the content since I arrive. You know. See, I would I, I would agree with that to a point. But then I'd also say, what if you were going out on like a first date or something and you're treating it like an interview? Because if you're going to go on an interview, you're going to want to know a little bit about, about the company so you can, you know, make yourself seem like the ideal candidate, right? Nope, fake it till I make it. I do yeah. not research any company. <laughs> That's what, and oh yeah, what do you do for a living? again oh yeah uh professional uh yeah podcaster. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, as I'm saying, like you know you could do like a little bit you'd be like huh maybe oh they oh they like this sort of thing i'll talk about that kind of thing you know you just did a little bit of research beforehand this might sound shallow but sometimes doing a like quick research is not bad because then you realize it might not be all that so you can bring your confidence level back up i've been catfish before hasn't it <laughs> Is that what's happened to you? Who are you? Just sit there and you're like, oh, I see that you're into um, artifacts and ornaments of uh, the antique variety. Uh, I'm not really about that life. Um, so can we just not talk about that? I have no girl idea sitting there like, wow. Who hurt you, please? Who hurt you? <laughs> the universe. I believe that. They keep trying to make me go outside. And that links up to our next topic really, really nicely. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Bad choices are necessary so you can have good stories to tell. Afis, hit us off. What? Nah, real fuck you, man. Why are you starting with? I'm not going to tell any of my stories on this podcast. And if any of you do, I know where you live. Just remember that. I don't think that. <laughs> Obviously, we're not going to go into names. No. <laughs> Just, you know, broad general details of little things. I know? thought the point you were making. Maybe an embarrassing story. I thought the point you were making was more just that that statement is true. Not let's hear all your jitty horrible stories i mean no the statement is true though like yeah. if we don't have bad choices we won't have any interesting things about ourselves we won't have any character yes i always say you learn from your mistakes but mistakes have to be made so that you can actually have something to talk about because nobody's gonna be sitting there sometimes those mistakes need to chill though like they hit too hard <laughs> But doesn't it just make it more relatable? Because have you ever just gone to talk to someone and the mistakes they made, if they're like similar to yours, you just have a better bond talking about your sadness than talking about happy moments in your life, if that makes sense? No, no, I get what you mean. Because like, Neil, you're looking a bit confused. Like, for instance, if I said to you that, you know, let's say something tragic that's happened to us. Let's say both of us um, had problems with our peepee uh like it got snapped or something <laughs> and we had that story to share you would feel a little bit more of a connection to me than to say the one time that we <sighs> both scored a three-pointer for instance i mean no yeah okay i get that <laughs> like it's hypothetical, hypothetical if that yeah i suppose so your oh. point is 
I see, but I thought this was going more in the direction of like bad stories as in that you've done stupid shit. Like, for example, you know, you've made mistakes or you've cunted yourself while you've been out steaming. I thought it was more like that rather than, you know, oh, telling a story. Because, you know, that's not an interesting story. For it, you know, you, you'll, you'll see like, I'm pretty sure my stepmom's got a bloody poster up in the house that's like, no good story ever started with you eating a salad. That's why I love wine. You know, some stupid shit like that. But it's kind of true. Like, nobody cares about the nights where you had a, had a really good sleep and had a good cup of tea. Like, I thought that's where this was going more than talking about penile fractures. <laughs> I know, you know what you're saying. We, we kind of digress into different branches, but the main line is bad choices definitely create the best stories. Absolutely. And the silly stuff that we do, whether we're drunk or we're just saying, usually starting the sentence with fuck it. Mm. I mean, it's fair to say I have one of the best stories in this triangle right now. But See, this is what I want to follow up with. I, I think each of us should give at least one or two stories that we can uh, say that was a bad choice, but led to a pretty good story. Who wants to start us off? You know what? I'll, I'll start off since I made the bold claim. Uh, I'll give us a little... Um, touch touch and cloth situation so obviously not gonna name names and not gonna go into too much detail but there was one one time uh i was i pretty drunk we're coming out of a club and i'm with neil i swear obviously. if this ends up with you coming home and <laughs> you know trust me i went with uh blue collar stories um so there was this guy he's like four foot eight and he has a girlfriend who's about six foot two. I couldn't help myself. I look at him and I go, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, don't get short with me, Frodo. And the guy just looks up to me like, hey, man, come on. And then his girlfriend, super pissed, looking like she wants to fight me. I couldn't help myself. And I said, whoa, Gandalf, settle down. And I swear she about punched me in the face so quick. And it took Neil just to drag my ass before I got my ass whipped by a girl. I was absolutely on her side with that as well. You deserve to get punched in the face. Yeah, Neil, you should just let her be. Oh, honestly, yeah. I actually, I'm actually pretty sure the reason that I did that, I did that cause, cause I was like, I don't want to get my face punched here. I was like, I'm just gonna <laughs> I remember that. You were a fucking asshole that, that day. Oh, it was not even provoked. Not even provoked. Guy didn't even do anything but stand there and I completely antagonized him. I was not the good guy in this no, story. No, you are the bad guy in that story, 100%. <laughs> Oh, it was hilarious. Oh, my days. I couldn't stop laughing, but I, I will not short shame people anymore. Me and Neil can think of a better story for you that happened in a club, but we won't. No, no, no. We're, we're telling our own stories. Um, So who wants to go next? <laughs> I, um, I don't know. Most of my really stupid ones are ones that I definitely would never share on here. I mean, you I mean, you'll both know them along with <laughs> a lot of people that listen to this as well that we know already know stupid shit that I've done. Yeah, coming to think of anything in particular, I don't know. I think it's mostly just one of those things where you can end up like, you know, going out for a pint with a mate and that ends and that in turn ends up in you staying out till five o'clock in the morning and then you're what and then you're walking home with like a pie in hand and you've lost one and you've lost one shoe and you're just like, what the fuck has happened? For me, that's like where, where this comes from. I think that's just the, the best thing. These ones happen by accident, you know? Yeah, it's weird because you, you can literally never go out for just one drink. People who say, oh, come out for just one pint are the biggest con men in the world. Mm. Mm. Afis, uh, I feel like you got a story uh, just sitting on the top of your lips. What's going on? I won't go into details, but let's just say, so the night of this, this night is like is an equivalent of Project X for most hospitalities, right? So we had our Project Night at X, right? Now everyone yeah. got a bit, a bit too carried away. No, no, just pies everywhere, blood on walls drinks everywhere people throwing up everywhere yeah so you know we're all going to this club that consists of a stripper pole that's all i'm gonna say we shall not the club things are looking very blurry you know i'm looking at people you knowing what's what people like something bump into you and yeah you do something and it tries to tarnish your name your name gets dragged through the mud and yeah most of you might understand what i'm saying a lot of you would someone tried to tarnish my name once and that was a good i thought you were going to talk about it when you were spewing on a staircase that would have been better <laughs> that would have been a better choice <laughs> you, were, you were lying prone on a staircase spewing out one side of your mouth and then just like and i was like fees we should maybe go outside and you were just like i can't i can't go on Hey, we're telling the old stories, man. I had to fucking Samwise Ganji you up to the top of this staircase and drag you out to Mordor so you could spew. Like, oh my god. It's actually mad. It's one of those, but on Ufisa's previous note, I, I 100% get that. Sometimes you get a bit carried away and you think you're in a safe space. 
but someone takes advantage of your drunkness and just tries to make their own stories and uh that that that's not okay that's not okay i mean i definitely Fun know times. that anytime neil gets drunk i'm gonna be making up whatever story because his memory's terrible yeah I do. <laughs> no you need to make sure you stick by his side and save him and drag him away from things you <laughs> I am a terrible friend. Let's not that is <laughs> go into that story. <laughs> On the whole same point as the gossiping thing that we're talking about, er, er, we're talking about earlier, though, like I think some of the best stories as well are just rejection stories. Because like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we will all be be the first to admit as well. Like, we're never gonna go and be like and lie about like getting with a girl or you know going home with a girl or something. We're not gonna be there and be like, oh yeah, man, totally went home and had sex with, with this girl. If you didn't, because there's no point about that's that. There's no point. It's much funnier just going up to be like, yeah, man, so I went up and really shot my shot, and no, she had absolutely none of it. She just laughed in my face. Flat out rejection. One of the funniest stories Rob has told me, and don't worry, Rob, this is not bad. The best one Rob has told me was when he went up to a girl once in a club. She literally just walked off. <laughs> and that left no doubts in his mind, just straight to the point, and Rob just walked away. I was like, that's... I respect that. I respect that 100%. Yeah, you know, to be honest, I, I wouldn't even be mad. If someone, if I walk up to someone and they just say, fuck off, don't speak to me. I'm just like, you know what, fair. We've not wasted each other's time, not wasted each other's money. It's all Better good. than the ones that play, they're like trying to be nice and kind. So like, just tell us, just tell us straight up, then we'll leave you alone. I mean, okay, yeah, that doesn't happen all the time because guys are persistent. Yeah. But, you know, if you just tell, if you just use this exact word, sometimes it works. Saying that though, I think I'd prefer somebody to, I mean, just be nice because what if i'm going up to them and be like sorry you're actually sitting on my jacket because that's happened before i've been like hi uh, then, then you just me. switch tone excuse me and they're just kind of like uh like what i'm trying to drink with my friends like yeah just trying to get my jacket if i could just scrap yeah oh my god that's happened so many times sometimes i'm just wanting to move past them to get to another location like the toilet or to see my friends and they're like um don't touch me i have a boyfriend i'm like i just want to get like, past yeah, you're you. ugly i wasn't going next to you anyway. <laughs> but there, there has also been the situation where i, ha- where I have been going over it and be like hey this person's really attractive i'm gonna go and introduce myself and then and then it's just the same thing and i'm like well i, I had nothing uh I, that's cool you enjoy <laughs> your night <laughs> It's like, never mind. That's okay. You know, it's good when you take defeat on your chin instead of being petty about it. I think guys need to take a lesson in that. If a girl says no, nah. don't be too Rob, persistent that, to the point it's cringy. Absolutely not. I just I just grab whatever jacket they are sitting on and just pretend it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> just their jacket. And you're like, <laughs> like yep. that's, no, that's mine. And they're like, it's that's my jacket. Shh, nah, nah. Not really. I don't, I'm not actually a jacket thief, I swear. <laughs> Rob, but you say that, but think about how many years of rejecting it takes to even get to that stage of actually. True, you need to have definitely have years of rejection just to be able to take it on the chin. That's why you got to start early. See, when you're like 16, 17, and you got that one crush that you want to talk to, go talk to her. She'll probably reject you straight away, but learn from it. Learn that. Man, that's okay. so bad for your son, Rob. <laughs> I just be like, hey, you're an ugly, you're an ugly boy. You're going to get rejected lots of time, but you know what that's going to give you? Character. And people love character. I'm just saying, ugly people have better stories. <laughs> oh, actually, speaking on this Jesus. topic right now, slightly related, but did you guys see the post on Twitter from a guy who was speaking to a girl on Tinder where she was like, how tall are you? And the girl, no, the girl asked the guy, how tall are you? The guy was like, well, I'm 5'5". Um, five, five. And she was like, oh, exactly. And the guy was like, exactly what? She was like, well, what, what am I to do with you? Pat you on the head. So very nice. That's right. Not very nice. That? No, I didn't see that, no. I've come across like girls like that on Tinder a lot. And most of the time I just reply back with like, you're not ugly enough. You're too fat to be asking that kind of question. So like, what's your point? I mean, that's pretty brutal i've never had that kind of thing actually i don't think i've ever had anyone ask how tall i am it's rough but i would definitely just say like if a girl does ask me what my height is i'm gonna slap back with how heavy are you and just be like nah sorry you're at my weight bracket (laughs) i only deal with uh welterweights Because I'm like, it's such nah, a girls are question. good addition it out, but when you give it back to them, they can't take it. What if they were to ask that, and then you would be like, oh, I'm five feet, whatever. And then they'd be like, oh, nice. Just leave it at that. Just, you know, yeah, that, that, just well, it's regardless, though, it's just like, it's too rude. It's like, you go into a girl's, like, mess would be like, so how far are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I suppose it's, it's, it's a weird it's one. not nice, I suppose. For me, it's like, I wouldn't ask a question about something you cannot control. Height, you just can't control it. It's genetics. Or is where weight... 
it's something you easily control for most but people. to be fair as well at the same time i can imagine girls get asked some heinous shit by guys or just get sent oh, like, yeah. unsolicited dick pics i imagine guys being asked how, how tall they are is pretty much veils in comparison to, how, to the kind of shit that, that they must get oh no yeah, it's definitely give and take there's definitely a lot of bad form on both sides i think everyone just has to learn because guys are really thirsty on 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 on, on like bro you're saying that if you, the, some of the messages i've been getting from girls recently during this game are also equally as bad i'm sorry well, all right I yeah i was just gonna just say that yeah i was gonna say that i was like huh well i don't I don't get any, so... Uh, no, the only message <laughs> yeah. Neil's getting is Papa John, so... Fuck off, bro, like, I showed you that break. In, <laughs> showed you that in confidence. <laughs> if he's just out here being a player, the only text I'm getting is, like, hate mail for the podcast, because they all think we're incel. <laughs> Wait, what? I think it's just you, Rob. I think it's just you. I, no, straight up, straight up. Um, just, just putting it out there. I, I love women. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a misogynist. It's something that misogynist. Oh, wait till they hear that sir podcast again. They know we really like women. and <laughs> we're nice people. I swear, I swear, we're all nice guys here. But you know, if anyone, if any female wants to come on the podcast, hit me up on the email. We could, we could uh, do some diversity around here. And that leads nicely onto our next topic. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about women. Girls with lots of makeup versus girls without makeup. What's your opinion, boys? Kill us with this episode. Yeah, I don't know how qualified we are to uh, talk about this. But I suppose but I suppose we just have our own perspective. Talking about preference here. We only have yeah, our own it's just opinions here. We're not talking general facts. We're just All saying right. so our own perspective. For me, for me personally, I prefer girls with less because it doesn't it doesn't work out well with my family on a night out when you know things have happened and you finally stumble into the toilet <laughs> and you look in the mirror and you just I mean, I'm black, just for you guys that don't know, so my face is white. I have seen a fees with like a half blushed <laughs> like <laughs> he look. He basically looks. He basically looks like like a better groomed version of Tommy Lee Jones when he's playing oh two two. Just kind of like that. Wow. One half of his face. One half of his face is just bleak. Man, well. I said he was going to be casting for white chicks or something. But Afis, that's kind of also on you for the color of girls that you go for as well. So, bro, I'm, I I don't see color, <laughs> bro. I, don't, I can't even see. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you gotta know your palette. Uh, you can't be going for someone who's at least three shades lighter because it's just gonna be it's gonna be bad Bro, on the right. Um... We're not going there. We're gonna start speaking about girls because <laughs> you're not ready for <laughs> what I've got. No, no, I I just I just. But honestly, I personally prefer without makeup as well. It's not even for looks or for sort of skin taste or whatever. It's purely because I think a natural look is just better. Girls that cake themselves in makeup, it's just something about it. It just doesn't seem right i don't know most guys i talk to prefer natural see see just before we di digress too too far from the um you know dulux color shade what shade did, did uh, we determine that, that you were on the dulux color chart right? oh i'm an antique armoire antique armoire that was it yeah. i just wanted to I, oh, no. I, I just wanted to go back to that i have engraved that i have engraved that in my head so for anyone who's like four shades or below or higher than me that's like optimal range pretty sure i'm matte white that's what i got more of that yeah but the contrast sort of matte emotion right now you kind of got the undertones of a squashy uh, looking a bit pink there that's true yeah i know the sun doesn't do well with me. but before we digress further neil makeup or no makeup ah uh, yeah so I, I mean as i said before it's like a weird topic for us to discuss because there's so many things to it that we don't get for example you know girls wearing it because it makes them feel empowered makes them feel better makes them feel more confident i get that yeah 100% well I say I get it and I understand that that is a reason you can empathize yeah I can I can try to do that but yeah I kind of come from the same idea where I just I don't know it feels like I'd want to see their actual face as opposed yeah. to you know like as opposed to like a mask on it but that as a but as we've said that is just our opinion oh yeah, 100%. yeah I'm on that uh, yeah I I'm on that sort of train where I think that's just what I would prefer personally as well for sure because uh if anyone's listening and they like us for whatever reason then take notes but otherwise keep doing you no one's going to question. You're all queens. But then that yeah. kind of leads on to the yeah. reasons why girls put on makeup. Because like you said, it is that sort of empowerment figure. It's I, I reckon girls put on makeup for themselves and other girls. For the most part, guys I know in big circles of guys just don't really 
care that much. I think as well, like sometimes you don't even notice if you're so used to seeing, like for example, if you have coworkers or that as well, you don't even notice it that they have it on because that's how you, how you're so used to seeing them as well. You know, it's maybe one of those, maybe that kind of thing. Mm. It's fair we're saying like most of our friend groups like don't really care about it, but we need to remember like there's literally millions of guys that are different, actually hold women things like that. So we need to not just say because we don't care, they shouldn't. If you know what I mean, I'm not saying we're we're wrong or right, but we can't yeah. just assume that like because our friend group don't really like can rely on it or like see it as a big doesn't mean like other guys because we've seen shows like Love Island and stuff like that where like that's a big factor for people for, like most of the guys on that is wood. So think about the pressure girls must get from like when they're attracted to guys like that. Yeah. No, I think as well there is yeah, there's a lot of superficial kind of pressures, especially from the True. media and whatever else that uh add to that and obviously make it a very women and men to look a certain way and feel like that. There we've said before Rob especially has said before a lot about people that are, you know, obese. He's like, yeah, I don't think they should be. But, you know, that's something that's something <laughs> that you can yeah, just be physically healthier. But, you know, you can't really change True. how your face is to do that. But 100%, I, I was just saying, I just 100% agree with, you know, if you're able to make those small changes that make you feel better, absolutely. I love that. I think, I think, I think a lot more yeah. men would wear makeup if, if it was more culturally and socially accepted. That's my hot take. I agree with that. That is my hot take. I agree with that. A lot of men would do a lot of things that's acceptable. Like, think about how much most men hate the idea of self-care. Like, you know, taking care of their skin. Like, a lot of people frown upon, like, you actually, like, exfoliating your face to face and, like, actually doing things to make yourself look healthier. Loads of men don't mm. like that no, idea. I think our generation's different. I think maybe previous generations, like our dads, granddads, they'd look down on us. But I think anyone sort of our age down a lot in self-care, like, even just us three, like, me, you, and Neil, we're all sort of what I would like to call us metrosexual, which is that we're guys, we're straight, but we also take care of ourselves, put on the odd face mask and, you know, groom ourselves to a point that some might consider feminine. But I just think it's just self-love. I mean, as much as metrosexual might be a stretch, I don't, I don't really know. Is it? Hold on. Let me just see what actually that, that means before I jump to any conclusions. Oh, no, nah, I'd say that's pretty much that's pretty, that's pretty much accurate. Yeah, I bought face masks literally two, two days ago. I'm going to have them on. Be great. Even the whole portrayal of like um, male emotions, like it's new, and, like it's relatively new men to actually finally like open up with their emotions, show their like the weakest side of them, whereas before it was frowned upon. You even showed a little bit of sadness. Do you think that's like a cultural thing from kind of how you grew up? Um, I won't say just from how I grew up, it's what I've noticed everywhere. Because mm. I know obviously there's like certain cultural, like cultural differences that you notice and you've said to us before about from you know from here and like, yeah, in true. nigeria i just don't know whether because obviously here it's there's like a, a massive growing culture that it's way more you know it's encouraged now to talk about your feelings and to open up especially for men so i'm just thinking is that like a difference as that you've noticed from you know back in nigeria to here it's definitely something i've noticed more okay here that like men are actually able to open up because in Nigeria, like Nigeria for instance has in terms of like um which is a touchy subject that I'm surprised I'm even bringing up right in terms of like suicide rate mm. what there's way more male suicides than there is male suicides mm. which is crazy because it just shows like the aspects of not even to like like open up and show how you show weakness and stuff yeah yeah definitely. yeah no I think it's a really really good thing that for, for people it is a really good topic mm. for people to do um, it's definitely something that we're all aware that when we're feeling a bit down or angsty that we're sort of there for each other and i encourage anyone out there girl boy whatever just if someone is feeling a bit anxious or feeling a bit down just genuinely take the five ten minutes to listen to whatever they need to say and even if you're not in the mood or you're maybe not the best person at listening a bit introverted even making a small effort to listen it really does give people that sort of sense to keep going you know that's the nicest you've ever been on this rob one time only yeah i'm still quite bad for things like that as well because like sometimes you guys call me on you like where i'll have things going on and i would just shut off from the world and just figure things out my own way just bottle yeah do do. so it's just one thing where like us men are still like working especially that's yeah. one thing girls never understand women sometimes it's not even like they're hiding stuff from you or they don't want to open up it's just the guy themselves don't know why they're feeling like that and haven't really understood what yeah it's definitely a progress it's one of those things is that never push someone if someone doesn't want to open up don't press them to try and force them to open up it's like it's a work in progress little bit by bit it's one of those battles that's constantly uphill but eventually it does get easier you get a bit stronger your thigh muscles start to develop hiking up that sort of mound is not too bad trust you to take quite a poignant topic and uh actually quite an intuitive thing and then just start bringing muscle growth in, into it rob <laughs> hey man i guess i gotta stick to the analogies i i know <laughs> that's quite a tangent there. <laughs> that was good though that was that nice. was Look at us.
Look at us. That was a nice digress. We actually went from borderline um, woman hating to talking about mental health. No, no, you That's what we love on the show. Maybe you did that. Maybe, maybe you were talking about that at the start. And on to our next topic. <laughs> I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay to not be liked. Some people just don't have good taste. What are your thoughts, guys? Did the Kawhi Leonard drop shit just happen? Would that have just happened right here? Fucking yeah. That shit. Every time we change topic, we got Kawhi Leonard what laughing. Do, baby? Don't worry. Anyway, sorry, carry on. I just really hate for that. No, no. It's uh, I'll, I'll start us off on this one. It's essentially, I know that I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I know that I'm the kind of person that comes up with divisive statements. I say a lot of things that are very fit in my situations. But at the end of the day, I don't do stuff to please others. I've it's one of the biggest things I've tried to learn throughout my life. You can't you can't please everyone. Literally everything you do, some people will be happy and some people are gonna be on the other side of the fence. But there's nothing worse than being the person that sits on the fence. Everyone wants you to make some choice. And I just want to get your opinions on that. Uh, do you like being the person that's liked by everyone or do you not care? Sort of on my side of wavelength. I think that I'd like to be more of a person that um doesn't care you know whether i'm liked or not but i think there's a certain element where you should aim to be liked by people to some degree because that's more likely that you're just a good person but obviously yeah not everybody's gonna think you're the you know best thing in the world but i yeah i think i, I would like to be i think sometimes i do get bogged down uh, by you know if if, I, if I'm aware somebody doesn't like me i get too bogged down with oh why is that how can i change that which you know is not always necessarily going to be a positive like a, a constructive thing to do because they might just not yeah like there's people that i don't like and to be honest yeah it's not really their fault i suppose yeah and sometimes it just comes down to pure chemistry sometimes you just biologically don't get on not necessarily done anything bad to each other but just not vibing. Or if they've brought out a guitar at a party and you know and you're just that just makes them an asshole you know <laughs> it's not their fault <laughs> god i love it god Question, what, you know, what what makes someone a good person? Can it be nice to people? Yeah, just not. It's it's a, that's a massive yeah. moral question though, because yeah. like there's no de definition to be like this is what makes you a good person. It's just a very broad segment because you can be like nice to people but a murderer behind the scenes. So it's there are objective good things, but there's also subjective good things. So it's, it's I mean no, I think I think that tips the reality yes. scale a bit. A bit more to one side than the other if you're a fucking murderer you know if you if, if, you're, if you're killing people and then and then you go and get and then you give money to charity the next day i don't think it's like you know your karma just gets balanced out okay what if i said the person that was killing people was a soldier and he was killing bad guys what's a bad or, guy well can't really See, say this, bad is why, guys. this is why we can't exactly a fucking philosophical debate right here we're not going to get into <laughs> debating morality so many plot holes there's so much of a digression let's 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 fucking reel that in but but yeah yeah no i do agree you don't have to like not everyone has to like you like it's just if you look at the way i live my life recently like i've just kind of accepted not everyone's gonna accept what how i want to do things or like how i like being secluded and just doing things by myself and coming out every now and then because not everyone likes that people find it like uh, as a way of saying or you don't care about us kind of thing so i kind of accepted that like you can't please please everyone so i just do my own thing and if i message someone you're cool we're cool if i mess someone they're not then it is what it is it's straight up i like that because it's being low maintenance but not being cruel because just because you don't reply instantly or maybe you're doing your own thing it doesn't mean you you hate the person it doesn't mean that you necessarily don't care what they say it's just that sometimes you need to just get things done on your own time your own pace and having that self-satisfaction to know that you can keep yourself going and you don't need the appraisal constantly. What you said there is the important part. So people forget other people who do. Like, you can't always just people always have time. Like, yeah. like, yours, like, for instance, someone's freedom right now. Let's say friend A wanted friend B. Friend A might have been working a lot and friend A is finally free. But it could be a situation where, okay, friend A is going to reach out to friend B, but friend B is finally in that situation where they're free to they want to. And it's one of those things where it's like, friend A will get upset because he's finally free to friend B. He's also free, however, his mindset is towards a different kind of journey, finally this. Do you know what I mean? So it's always one of those things where it's like, it's difficult to please everyone. And I know it's people can say, yes, friend B can take time and easily speak to friend A for a few minutes, which is fair. But sometimes, depending on the freedom of friend A, friend A might literally want to speak all the time because of that freedom they have. It's like what's going on with this quarantine where everyone is calling everyone all the time that they have nothing else to do. Whereas like they're neglecting the fact, well, what if this person wants to do something with their time? Like, I feel like I might be bothering them all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not a selfish thing. It's just like I'm a 
societal perspective where for some people this quarantine for them is actually gold because it's giving them loads of time to finally do it. whereas like for some people it's like let me catch up with family friends which is cool yeah but it's like it's a matter of perspective but the thing is with that like um with the lockdown being lifted i think it i think it is well beneficial in that perspective because people that do want to go out can do but people that obviously still are just enjoying the staying in and whatever else you know they can still do that too so it means it offers up just more opportunity to do things but yeah. obviously there's a whole lot other argument that we think we touched on did we, did we touch on that before about like the economic benefit versus you know people getting infected because that's like a whole thing yeah i sort of getting back onto what Afis was saying it's uh, i 100% agree with people that enjoy sort of catching up with their friends in their own time the only thing i don't agree with is that you cannot get angry at someone who doesn't text you in the same next 10 minutes 20 minutes people love things to do you can't always expect someone to constantly text you be on their phone 24 7. sometimes they'll get back to you within the day sometimes they'll get back to you within two days as long as they actually do get back to you sometimes you want to one of the biggest things is free time does not equal free time for you mm. free time is one of those things that you can spend in any way just because you're lying on your bed maybe just taking a nap doesn't mean that you're wasting your time not replying to your friends it's maybe you just need that alone time to recharge everyone's operates at different paces and it's not getting angry at the people who operate in different paces it's not understanding that other person that's where the problem comes in and i think we can move on to our next topic and that kind of links up quite nicely surprisingly i don't even know where you sit natalie <laughs> <laughs> What's Boris Johnson, a.k.a. Bojo, going to say in his speech tomorrow? We're going to have a little bit of speculation on this one. So, is the speech actually tomorrow or like is this like for so the tomorrow day? Tomorrow evening, he's supposed to be uh, like laying down how lockdown is going to get sort of lifted from Monday. Like not completely, but apparently it's going to get lessened and i think apparently it's supposed to be you know we think we're gonna be able to do more exercise so more than once a day you're gonna to get to go outside and i think it's it is the kind of thing that i think people are doing already because people are going out for you know long walks yeah. and whatever else anyway which i think is not completely irresponsible people are doing it keeping it themselves whatever else i know i've been out for longer than an hour you know i've walked you know i've walked you know be it by accident i'd be like oh shit man i might be a bit longer but you know yeah that's the kind of thing anyway but yeah i think it's just gonna be weird because apparently they're trialing these apps that are going to like tell you how busy public transport is and they're going to be doing other things so you can almost avoid being in contact with people so yeah this is just what i thought we'd look into for that i think what's mental is that i don't think anyone is sticking to the only once per day rule anyway because you might go out once just to exercise and then you might get back home and realize you need to buy some milk and something for dinner mm. so you're going to go out again to go to the shops but that's not irresponsible it's only irresponsible if you're going out like 20 times to meet up with your friends and sit in a massive group having a picnic at the park that's that's when it gets a bit ridiculous and with the whole app design that they're thinking of introducing I personally think it's a good idea, but everyone is getting super paranoid about being constantly traced and the government's going to know everything about you. Oh, the track and, and trace thing. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, you're sitting there as if the government doesn't already know everything about you, as if Facebook, Twitter, Instagram don't have this massive cash box of everything with all your details and essentially everything that you buy on the internet. That's exactly where targeted advertising comes from so many companies know it's like people uh people don't realize as well like people are concerned about being tracked it's like if you have a phone that has google maps on it or you have like a google account unless you actively yeah. go on and turn that off it tracks you everywhere you go literally everywhere you can yeah. go on and look at your settings and it's like oh and then if you look at a certain date it tells you everywhere you've been but like yeah man people you're already being tracked it. people are already free freaking out about it being like this is a this is an infringement on my human rights and people the government want to check where i am it's like yeah, but this is actually for a reasonably good cause. Stop you from getting a fucking virus. This isn't so they can sell you penis and exactly. life pills. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just. I mean, yeah. Who's googling that? Yeah, no. <clears throat> that was a really long silence. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean, Face? <clears throat> uh, face. Yeah. What's your thoughts on the um, Boris Johnson's potential speech tomorrow? In my, from my understanding. I'd rather, like, rather than having the whole tracking, because like Neil just said, we're, we're always getting tracked. I mean, literally yesterday, I literally mentioned a software and all, that's all, that's literally all I see as adverts now on my laptop. It's crazy. Yeah. In terms of like, um, 
lifting the lockdown. I think they need to do like a tier system. They are. Like have, you know how they have the essential workers out already? We have something like a tier system where it's like, get the next level of essentials out, which could, right, I don't want to say something before people will kill me for being like, what you think essential? But you, you know what I'm trying to say. Like just have like a tier yeah, system and like, and like slowly adjust to like the situation rather than like, we're just going to let everyone out and track. Because I'm sorry, even if they like let people out and track them, what is that going to do? How many police officers do they think can monitor that huge amount of people in one Go. I'm led to believe though that is what's happening though is obviously it's going to be a tiered step like step by step what's the one looking for like a tiered process of coming out of it but yeah I think it's going to be that I, as soon as they less it up a little bit and they say oh you can meet a friend outdoors and on it's a group of like you know three people or less I think it's I think people are going to rip the fucking head off it though as well and then you yeah. know people will be leaving their phones at home just to avoid the track and trace stuff and uh, there's so many different variables that is going to happen but people are just like inherently people are just shit at it actually behaving yeah. People are going to find ways around it. Like, Britain's doing really bad anyway. Britain's got like, the most deaths besides the USA now. I mean, that's not including China because they're obviously really, really good at it and are totally honest. But <laughs> I genuinely, my take on it is the same as I think I mentioned in past two episodes. Survival of the fittest. If you're going to be dumb enough to do something like go into a group of 30 and leave your phone behind to avoid the tracking system, good on you because you're just going to be culling the stupid. And I don't care for people who are going to be dumb enough to do it. Speaking of the stupid, that oh, leads us on. It links up nicely to our next topic, which uh, people poking holes in their masks in order to breathe better. Yeah. So this, Neil, you want to hit us off on that one? Man, I just fucking love this. So yeah, it's uh, it's a bit you know specific there, but mostly yeah, Americans are all still protesting about lockdown. Yeah, some of them have been like. There was like a woman in, I'm just going to assume Florida because, you know, it's Florida. And she um, was wearing a mask to go shopping in Costco or something, but had cut like a slit down the middle of it. Like I basically cut out like a block so that she could breathe and speak better. Her whole thing on it, she was like, well, you know, the signs say that I have to wear a mask. So I'm where I'm where I'm wearing a mask just to get into the shop and to get around the rules. And it just baffles me how people can be so oh. just insane ignorant stupid yeah. arrogant it's just so many words you can put behind it because you sit there and like they, they feel like you're breaching their freedoms and honestly i i don't understand where this whole freedom thing is but people are literally trying to look out for you and you're going out of your way in any way possible just to say you know what nah i'm gonna do my own thing i think the best thing i saw was that meme i sent earlier was when this guy on Facebook was wondering if people in previous civilizations had to deal with this sort of thing. And it just has like a sort of back and forth between this guy who's defending a castle being a attacked by the Mongolian forces. And one of the workers is just sitting there like, um, yeah, but can I go outside and pick my turnips? Because, I mean, the Mongols haven't really killed anyone in days. <laughs> so... <laughs> can't be that dangerous so can we just not just get behind the wall yeah it's literally not that far off is it i think the thing people don't understand it's not even the fact that if it's that dangerous it's not it's just the idea that they just don't want it to spread because if it spreads quickly it gets out of hand and you can't handle it whereas like even if it's deadly contain it it's easier to deal with than just letting it spread and be like you know what would you deal with it but it's like you've even got trump as well being like we can't let the cure be worse than the disease and he's like, because he's trying to say, you know, he wants to open up the open up uh, yeah. like America again. He's like tweeting out, liberate Michigan and liberate whatever else they're just looking at. And yeah, man, he's just a fucking idiot. It's actually mad. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. It's one of those, it's just a sigh moment. It's just a big sigh because I don't know why anyone is arguing the point. People are saying, oh, but people are dying less. It's because it's working. It's because the quarantine, the isolation is working. That's why people are dying less. Nah, nah, nah. What you need to do is just open it up, let everybody out, oh. let everybody out, and then just... And then it's that weird logic of like, oh, I've contained this bee in the jar, and it's like, huh, people are getting stung less. That's weird. Probably should just let that no, bee no. go anyway. The worst ones I've been seeing are the people that have been tweeting, being like, oh, if only this was like a zombie apocalypse. Cool. Like, they would just, I was like, they were like, oh, would have been, they would have been the first ones to like get a katana and like slice heads to survive. I was like, nah. If that happened, you'd be the first person to die because you'd be staring at your phone. Oh, 100%. When people just say, like, oh, yeah, I'd definitely get a katana and swing heads off, I'm like, well, one, where are you going to get the katana? Two, do you even know how to actually fight and have the physical strength to actually slice someone's head off? And three, if you're at close combat with a zombie, you're probably going to get affected just by the blood splatter alone because people don't understand biology. 
That's a weird one. You're talking about where you're going to get a, like a samurai sword from. You guys were both literally the other day calling me stupid for not knowing that there was an axe shop. Okay, so I'm going to stick up for these people. <laughs> Probably <laughs> katana shop around. If you two can fuck off. Hey man, axes are different from katana. You're not exactly chopping wood with a katana sword. <laughs> Like, come on. You, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Right, yeah. you know what, Neil? Just to be safe, just in case it ever happens, when we can go outside again, we'll show you where the shop is so you know where to run to the moment yeah. something like that breaks out. Good. 100%. Good. I need to see where this place is. It's a cool shop. I'm surprised you've never seen it. Next topic, or... I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like... <laughs> <laughs> USA women's soccer team demanding equal pay in terms of performance bonuses and air slash travel hotel expenses. This is going to be a touchy one, but we're going to dive into it nonetheless. And just to give sort of background context, from what we've read and understand, there's this new court case going out that the USA... It's been, out. it's been thrown out. It, has, it is even going ahead. It's been thrown out. Yeah, like... well, the other half of it has been... It's going ahead, but the, what you call it, equal pay is being thrown out. Anyway, Essentially, the soccer... No, no worries. The soccer case they presented first was they wanted the equal pay in terms of the performance bonuses i assume that if a lady scores a goal they're going to get the same equal bonus as what the men would get and they would have a bonus pay instead of on top of their salary pay and that side of the case was thrown out because obviously i say obviously that's going to be a touchy one the performance based pay is completely subjective you you can't really estimate your size against someone that's just out ranks you and brings in a lot more money than you do but what they did find grand on was they could actually get some money towards their air travel and hotel expenses because that's something that wasn't being done originally but it's being done for the men part of their part of their argument though is that the women do consistently outperform the men's team like hugely the women i think the women have won like the past two world cups and the men didn't even qualify for the last yeah see that's the thing it's like looking at the accolades you can say yes but if we were to just say the competition level is just completely different nah, let's not say let's not say competition level let's just say the revenue and how popular it is is not the same as the men's football no but that's the thing i would argue like, that's what... i would argue though that the women's national team is possibly more popular and brings in more money than the men's team. So they're like, I think... No, that's not what I'm saying, though. I'm saying in terms of the amount of people that watch them, like, they don't bring in that type of revenue. No, no, they do. This is, like, this is, this is, this is the point for this, is that, like, the women, the USA women's national team are, they perform better, they bring in more money, they have a larger fan base, I think, statistically. I I, I think, I think I've, I've seen all these stats, I can't quote it exactly, but, like, they are basically just a much larger and better team than the men's. But the reason that they're having all this debate and trying to gain the same amount of bonuses, because the judge ruled that they basically had earned more, is that basically the women's team are given salaries on top of bonuses, but the men's teams are just given bonuses because their salaries are normally funded and are huge already from their club teams. So this is where it comes in there, that that's what they're looking for. They're, they're, they're wanting matched bonuses for that, that. But then that would be a question of the business end and whether their club teams would be privatized instead of looking at yeah. an organization sort of aspect. And that's that's the only that's the other thing when it comes to performance in regards to sport. I feel like gender should be left out of it because it's not based on gender. It's based either on the business aspects, the accolades, or it's based on performance levels yeah, and income and revenue being brought in. And if you don't have like for instance the USA team, if they are doing really well and they're got a lot more popularity then they need independent backing to get that yeah. sort of equivalent bonus yeah i don't think anyone's sitting there being saying oh i'm not paying you more purely because you're female it's just a question yeah. of whether or not they can get that business accolade on top mm. of their current assets but there is still stuff that confuses me run. like in tennis grand slam like you know in, in like the four yeah. and i believe I, I, I believe it's in the four majors i might, I might be yeah. wrong it's not all four but like Men's men's matches are still best of five, and women's matches yeah. are still best of three that they play. But of, like, so obviously they earn the same prize money, which should be right. But I don't understand why they play two different like two, two different matches essentially that can have like multiple hours of difference because surely they can both play the same. I don't like I don't know why that's not been changed. It's that's that's just something of interest to me because I think it's going the right direction, obviously, with the women getting the same prize money, but why not just play the same match? As on average, male are physically superior. I mean, yeah, you could scientifically, yeah, probably back that up. <laughs> because I know that's going to... Only athletes, I'm not saying, yeah. 
but like no not saying the average joe but like when it's going to grind on a lot of people but at the end of the day the physicalities of male tennis players versus the female tennis players are completely different and even but i still think they can play five sets because it's because it's not you know, I, I that's think, the thing. Think- the Williams sisters, the Williams sisters actually came out during an interview when they were asked if they could compete with the men or compete to the same sets levels. Vanessa Williams actually said her words that she would be trash compared to the male counterparts. And also she would not be able to compete on the five sets because just doesn't have the endurance for it. And she's arguably the best, if not one of the best female tennis players. And if she's saying that, here are we to argue, you know? Um, I still believe that's going to change soon because if we look at the way generation and sports are played, the person we always take to be the best becomes an average style of performance towards the future because everyone literally works towards that standard. Mm, yeah. And that being the best in that era becomes a standard era. So I think that would change at some point. Nah, but I, I still think like players like Serena Williams, you know, that has won all like, you know, a record. She has won like the most Grand Slams, I think, or the most trophies of any tennis player in history thing yeah maybe roger federer's one more now i'm not sure but like yeah arguably the two of them like i think she could absolutely play five sets and so could many of the other players as well i just think like you know if if they're not given the opportunity to do so they're then it's kind of you're putting them in a box saying well you know maybe you can't do that no but the thing is they've been that's the thing serena said that they've been given the opportunity they just don't want to (laughs) because if i said to you you could win the same amount of money doing less you wouldn't be you wouldn't opt for more it's just that sort of double standard yeah there is that but i just i mean i'd like to know more about it but it just seems weird that like that they're just still not because it's not like they can opt in to play five sets which i'm sure someone would do but or would they i don't know yeah it's a whole yeah then again, so well, saying that, it depends on like what's the difference with pay that Serena got for playing like five. Because if it was like, a, if it wasn't that much, what's the point? You just play three sets and a lot of money compared to playing five, which is working way more harder. Yeah, I think that's, that's what Rob's a little saying. margin of like extra pay as well. That's what Rob's saying. Yeah, no, that's that's a point. But then, do you look at the angle of well, they're getting this, they're you know getting the same prize money for doing less? Is that is that something you want to dive into? Because that's that's another argument itself that can that can you know raise eyebrows and yeah. I mean, they won't get into the argument, but also then they would bring up the physiological argument of saying you know, well, men can just go for longer. I wouldn't want to get into that uh, that argument either. I feel like it's you know whatever we you, you look at it, there's you like what uh, what side of that you stand on, you're gonna probably trip off and offend somebody somewhere. Like it's pretty much it's, it's pros and cons to both. Yeah. But it's one of those that it's best left to the sort of official board of the tennis argument. We can only speculate. But yeah, I'm sure I'm. Sure there is obviously backed up reasons yeah yeah i just think that everyone should just be based upon their performance and how much they're brought in yeah and how much they put out yeah. regardless of what they look like and what their gender is yeah like the reality of something, it's just best man for the job you know like premier league footballers and premier league team you know will will just the players will just earn higher salaries and be able because the teams can afford to do it than, for example, teams in the Super League. I think that's what it's still called. Yeah. Because literally they just earn so much money from TV revenue and stuff that they can afford to pay these massive, you know, grotesque salaries that are like 300 grand a minute or whatever they're on. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, pretty that much. That is what it is. But I think where there is an ability to do it, like with the women's national team there, where you can pay them the same bonuses, that it seems like it's just out of, I don't know, just out of principle that they're just sitting or some, you know, some bastardized principle that they're not doing it. I think that's what yeah yeah that's definitely wrong and it should change yeah i think we all just think logically we don't really get emotionally mixed up into these things (laughs) yeah this is a very intellectual cast look at this go and uh out of the intellectual and into the prison or out of the prison i don't even know where you're sitting at (laughs) (laughs) six nine takeshi just released a new single recently what are our thoughts on his sort of massive popularity since he's come out from doing what he's done. So I messaged you guys, mainly a fees trying to explain what was going on with it because I don't know anything about it. And I would love for a fees to break it down and tell me what the fuck is going on because all I saw is this guy had a huge Instagram live and I don't know anything about it besides he got out of jail and apparently snitched on people. It's so 
I really don't want to speak about this guy, but it's not. <laughs> it's even, not like you're giving him any, any more fame at this point, I suppose. But it's not the snitching part I have a problem with. It's the glory. Well, it's basically one, right? He before he became like a rapper or anything like that, he came from a pretty decent family. Like things were good for him. He had no real affiliation with any like gang members. And but the moment he decided to like you know be a rapper, he joined a. I, I can't remember their names. Not that I really care about the name he was like affiliated with. But he basically like you know went up to them with a so-called business idea which is basically yo I'm gonna pretend well I, I'm pretty sure he didn't say pretend but that's basically what he's doing pretend to be a gang member you know call these rap songs do all these crazy things portray a lifestyle that he's never lived which he did for like what how, how long was his span before he went to two years doing really wild stuff like making really ridiculous movies music and saying things that literally got him shot at kidnapped beat up things like that right to the point where it led to people getting like killed and things like that and just it got out of hand basically the problem i have is not the fact that like yes he got arrested and he starts snitching. at the end of the day sometimes people just do what's best for them and it's not my place to judge a man for just wanting to come home that's fine. my problem is all the music he was released for that was basically saying things like he's a gangster he doesn't snitch this he's that tough man he, he writes hard for the people trade. like his music was basically like setting that bar of like he's a real street level guy that does everything the streets would expect and he's like trying to claim that to culture and again i don't agree like the street level i'm trying not to use words that i would be level like toughness and things like that is not culture for me in hip-hop that's just the business plan that like the business organizations have planted into hip-hop because that was never hip-hop because i remember reading one, the whole gang culture started off originally as just a way of like protecting your neighborhood from other people it wasn't even the case of like people just fought because they read the color or like things like that it was literally because they had situations where people in their neighborhoods were getting robbed and certain a group of people decided we're gonna make this gang just like you know how like you get gangs that start to like protect a certain neighborhood and things like that. Yeah. That's how it started off. Where I, where I grew up, it wasn't really that sort of uh, that 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 sort of vibe. I, I just got called ginger. That was pretty much how how, how bad it got for me. <laughs> yeah, but also Neil, where you grew up, everyone's also a bit ancestral and got right, one okay, fingers. I'll carry on with so this story. <laughs> so. <laughs> basically what did i what was i even saying just now yeah so basically sick night is like like taking the whole gang aspect and he's taking it a bit too far saying things and like his lifestyle to like pretty much look up to him and like try to like mimic the same things he does like the random like smashing tv calling people out and just like going outside and shooting guns and videos and things like that basically the problem is it's not even the fact that like i just said not the fact that he's but the fact that like he's now being released and thinks he can just go straight back into making the same type of music and trolling the internet by saying the same he or he once went on an Instagram live. I think it was Tory Lanez's quarantine radio Instagram, and he went there and he said to Tory Lanez, "Oh, if you don't like play my song, I'm gonna snitch on you." And like it was little things like that. That was like he's joking about something that he yes been through it for him. It's not really a reality because he has to be able to escape that lifestyle. Whereas like he's literally put people he was around in prison that literally can escape that who can family and little things like that. And the problem I'm also having on top of that is the way the industry is embracing. Because if you look back into like from maybe 2002 to 2000. 2010. Loads of artists that were like in literally like, like little less situations like that where they said, okay, let's look at McMill for instance. He once said Drake doesn't raise and look how hard the internet killed. I mean, you guys remember that situation? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When McMill fucking lost that. Yeah. Battle. When when McMill literally became a meme, anything said was a joke. And I know it's not as intense what 6ix9ine did, but it just kind of shows you how like the generation of like music and like so called culture. And I put air quotes, kind of like just re like reducing their level of like strictness and like the tolerance towards little things that make no sense. Even some of the journalists, like some of my favorite journalists, who like really like stand for like making sure hip hop doesn't become like complete BS, but like posting the guy in his songs and, stuff, and it just made no sense because he literally came out, let the whole world know that yeah, he's and trolling people. And now he's like trying to release the song, basically, he's trying to say he's back into that lifestyle and this is what he does and the real. He's a real, I won't say the other word I was going to say, but he's a real jerky. So to come back, like he's basically just come out of prison and got all this dirt on people and is more or less just using that as clout and is still just basically, yeah, he's a gangster. And, and people are promoting him harder than they did before, which. And you were saying he's, got, a joke because... he's got people killed and he's got people, yeah, and whatever else. Like, I suppose, you know, if people have done crimes and shit and they're getting put in jail, that's fine. Obviously, people. You know, you don't you don't ever want somebody dying. Because all, all, all I saw was like, you know, on Instagram, he was getting all these massive people following him. And I was like, who the fuck is this clown? And I literally thought he was like some clown looking dude because he has multicolored hair and all this shit. But then I like, the only other thing, the only other thing that I knew about him as well is that apparently he was like almost done a few years back because he had some like some some like weird like sex abuse thing or like there was like. Yeah, that was that also happened. 
like I didn't really want to look into it, but I was like, fuck, like how is how is that just getting glossed over and he's still getting promoted all through the media and stuff? This is the problem like I'm having with all that. Like he's done so much that just you know, all of a sudden most people that have like did like sexual assault cases can like let out of prison and boom, they're back to being popular. Yeah, it's just not like this is the closest thing to the anime sense. Especially when the people who used to condemn that are the ones that now they're now promoting. Yeah. He's getting more popular. Like, did you see like the day he got released? The music industry literally put up billboards of the guy's face everywhere, being like, he's out, he's free, music coming out. And I was like, what is going on? And it's getting to the stage where it's yeah. also going to be a risk on his life because there are people that really don't stand for what he's doing. And if he's already been shot at once, it's only like, I'm not saying it's only a matter of time before something happened, but like, that's the case, something could happen, especially if he keeps going by this ways, like rules he's I'm doing. Sure. Like, ways of trolling and like preaching to these kids are literally just lovely like i said i don't have a problem with the snitching it's just the fact of training something then realizing you're often afraid that then being free then go back to betray one four like it doesn't work like that yeah it pretty much just feels like he's got off scot-free and that he's gonna feel no consequences whatsoever and he's just gonna go back to life as normal it, it does i really do think the people that are producing him and giving him that platform really need to check themselves and just take him off their labels nah, because have to, this it's guy just a numbers game a though guy. that's people are just but chasing yeah, that's, numbers. It. that's it at the end of the day it all just comes down to the bottom label and just saying how much money is everyone going to make off this guy's name regardless of whether he gets shot or not Everyone's going to make some sort of payload. That's the problem. Because even what we're saying right now, but the only reason it exists is because it pushes money. It brings in revenue. People like listening to gangsters. If not, why does it really exist? Like, if mm. say we had a genre that isn't as popular, the only reason that genre isn't as popular anymore is because there's no money. Whereas, like, with gangster music, although it's very negative and, like, literally ruins loads of kids' lives because they start portraying things that these artists do themselves, it brings in money. So they, And that's what they're doing with 6 9 right now because it brings in money. They don't really care about the money. Yeah, Ooh, it's true. That was a digress and got a real deep dive. <laughs> you can tell Feast is very passionate about Takeshi. Nah, I can't, I can't stop tired of Also, Mick Mill's an idiot. Mick Mill needs to shop. <laughs> I think everything happening now is highlighting all the problems that are still in the market right now, especially around hip-hop. Mm. Just sad. But talking about problems and our last topic of the day, because we have five minutes on the clock, I try and make these episodes roughly... One hour twenty. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking a little quick snippet of Adele's weight loss. And for anyone who doesn't know who Adele is, and I don't even know why you bother tuning in, but Adele has posted a picture recently. <laughs> nobody's looking. Nobody's looking Jeez. for this. Going, man. I want more Adele. I'm gonna listen to this. Yeah, uh, you don't know. Basically, she posted a picture recently on Instagram. Not really showing off or anything mad but she's lost a significant amount of weight i believe it is close to 70 pounds which is roughly i don't know how much that is in kg but yeah she's she's basically not chubby anymore and people are losing their minds what's her take i was just gonna say good on her like she looks looks great she seems you know seems happy see this is where i'm gonna be slightly slightly different i don't have a problem with her weight loss it was some of the articles i was reading like the headlines was like the glow up and i was like Oh what yeah, yeah. The globe. She was already pretty before that. Even when she yeah. was a little bit thicker, she was pretty. Like I don't get why her now being skinny is the, the glow up. Well, if you put in like Adele into Google, the first one of the first things to come up is like Adele weight loss. I'm like, why, man? Like just be like she's probably she's probably just doing the same thing as anyone else would do. Like she's a completely different person to you. It's not gonna like it's not like she's done anything by like a, a miracle. Like just. And also, what does it matter? She's just doing it for her anyway. Like, nah. Yeah, people just feel like they've taken some sort of pedestal and they've lost her purely because she's lost weight. Some people are coming back at her with negativity, just saying that they thought she was for body positivity. And now that yeah. she's lost weight, all of a sudden, everyone who's overweight some feels people like need they to can't get be successful. Themselves when it comes to things like, you can't rely on one person to carry the weight for everyone. No pun intended there. No hey. pun intended. No, I think she's... I think she's She's legit done, she's done great you know instead of like yeah she's done by herself she's improved her health and she's probably gonna find it a lot easier to perform on stage now that she doesn't have that much right bro we can't say around. that yeah man it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not <laughs> like you can say she's jogging in the deep now or something instead yeah she's i just had to throw that one in i tried to, I had to throw that in that was all oh my, oh god. my god 
But yeah, no, but... But no, for sure. I, I support her. That's just another way of her showing her ex-husband. Like, yeah, you're missing out now. But then again, yeah. is he? He took a lot of money, so... That was, that was a whole segment in itself, to be honest. But I just feel like people really need to just lay off her and let her do her own thing and stop judging her but now that she's lost weight because i feel it's one of those things that she literally couldn't win either way and maybe that's something women have to face every day it's not something it is yeah okay it is you lose weight you put on weight it doesn't matter it just feels like someone's gonna be angry someone's gonna be pissed off no matter what you do gonna be wrong and it's it's just a tough industry that i think women in general live in and it's just sad and for those women they were saying they looked at her as like the what was the what was the line you said earlier was it near to said it for positivity for like um yeah the body uh, positivity i heard yeah sort for those of people they're saying that they need to remember people change you don't always yeah. want the same thing or want to look the same way all the time. Yeah. Like if she, like, if she, like to change if she stopped mind. singing because she didn't want to summon it anymore as well, like, I'm sure there'd be people that'd be upset about it, but you're not going to fucking, like, vilify them for being like, nah, you owe me music. Nah, give her a break. Straight up sad one to put forward, but... I think, nah, I think, I don't, I don't think it's that sad, man. I think, I think she, I think she's done well for herself. She, like, she's posted it. Like, I think she's done well for herself. She's literally happy in a way. Oh, yeah, no, that's... That, that part's not yeah, sad. I think it's just something that she didn't make a big deal oh, out of it. She yeah. didn't pose in a bikini. She didn't like even put a caption around her weight. And it's just sad that everyone is now almost vilified. It her. was her birthday well, as well. I don't that say everyone, but yeah. Like half the people that support her have now vilified her because she's done something good they for herself. They didn't even say happy birthday to her. It was just mostly about her weight loss. Yeah, that's that's why I mean that's sad. Now it's going to be almost like if she reads into all this, it's going to be like a complex to be like, oh, shit. Should I put the weight back on? Is it going to affect my revenue for my next song? Is it going to be? It's just going to. Hopefully, she doesn't think think about things like that because that's just horrible. Yeah, and these people that are talking about body positivity are probably advocates for mental health, and right now they are going to negatively impact her in so many ways. And it's like they just don't care. It's it's a it's a funny fine line one. People are just a bit hypocritical in that sense. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we're all good yeah, here. It's been a it's been a serious one today, boys. It's been relatively serious. Yeah, I like that. So I uh, did the closing note, and then we can have a few funny outtakes. <laughs> well, we always enjoy a nice, well-rounded, balanced view on here, especially if it sides with the devil's advocate. This is going to be one hell of an upload, and I can't wait to uh, edit this later. Please follow the podcast, and feel free to email with anything you want us to talk about in future episodes. That is email address can't even underscore lift at hotmail.com. This is a safe space. Final art of the day. Why is it that cameras have round lenses, but the picture always comes out rectangular? I wonder if cameras live by the do the be there or be square rule. Feel free to tweet us at underscore but I digress. And we are now on Spotify as well as other platforms, but that's the main one. So please follow. Alas, I digress. Embrace the day. Enjoy yourself. Sir, yeah, yeah.